Velas Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR Radio Network. Our interview with John Alba will be back up on the website uh, or will be up on the SoundCloud page momentarily. Just look for the MBR Radio archives on SoundCloud. Of course, you can find that right at MBR.org or at MBRRadio.com. Right now, we're talking with Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky. Of course, you can still read him in the Sun Journal every other week, and we continue uh, talking with Mr. Oaks now. How was how was Malone's last week? Was it good? As good uh, as always? Malone's was, Malone's was all I'd hoped and anticipated, yes. <laughs> uh, now, uh, let, let's compare this. Malone's to the chuck wagon. What are we, what are we looking at <laughs> oh, here? Oh, God. I, I, I mean, love, love the wagon, but come on now. Okay, all right. I just, I wanted to double check. I just, you know, the wagon. You your perspective. It holds that spot in the heart. You know, I, I remember things yeah, like that and the chicken coop, you know, like those the, are the places. The chicken coop and the chickadee and the, <laughs> where, where, where else? The original uh, chickadee, the one yeah, in Turner, the original, not, not right. the, not the one uh, off yeah, of. The one, the one on the Turner-Auburn line, yeah. Right, which, is, yes. which has been about six other restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Not the cornhouse Keller. No, right? no, not that. <laughs> cornhouse Keller. There you go. Oh, uh, so what do you what do you get for baseball down there? Is it is it Cincinnati Reds territory? Is that what you get is, down yeah. there? The other the other night, I don't know if you saw the tweet. I said I'm watching a Reds Pirates game because while gouging out my eyes might be preferable, this is probably better for my uh, you know <laughs> earning potential to not do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what you get. And you get MLB, which is whatever they want to show you on Wednesday afternoons and, I don't know, Sundays. Hey. Fox were on Sunday. I missed it. You got Joey Votto. Come on now. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I got Joey Votto. Yeah, that's great. And the only clip I, yeah. last clip I saw of Votto, he was like taunting Phillies fans. Yeah, he was. Not, not throwing them a ball. Yeah, he was he was actually running the ball down and then bringing it back in, which I think is great. Guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think we need more of that. I, still, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, I think most of the Reds fans are convinced they may lose 120 this year, which is, I don't know, maybe. Oh boy, terrible. you know what? I was just thinking that Red Sox fans are all excited about this nine and one start, <laughs> and then I'm like, you've played Tampa and Miami to start they the year. The only two teams that are as bad as Cincinnati. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they are really, there are going to be some really, really bad teams this year. It is going to be so top-heavy this year. This is like, I guess we could call this the Dolly Parton year of baseball. You know what I mean? Because it is going to be rather heavy up top. Uh, I think you could see uh, a lot of teams win 100 and a lot of teams lose 100 by, you know, comparison. Yeah. Do, we have, do we have Cincinnati lot, on our schedule? relatively speaking. Yeah, no, unfortunately, no Cincinnati this year on your schedule. I guess, I guess no, you know, you weren't given no. that. Damn. I mean, and I, you know, that's the thing. The schedule's unbalanced now with, oh. uh, with you know, with uh, interleague and all that. So you don't know what you're going to get necessarily. But I mean, it's good to have Miami on it. Certainly, uh, that was nice. Uh, you know, they'll regress to the mean a little bit. You know, they'll they'll come back to the to where they're supposed to be. I don't expect them to sweep the series coming up. But, you know, I'd be happy with two out of three. Uh, but. You know, it's it's a long season. I think it's interesting that they're playing. They're kind of playing uh, a little bit old school and a little bit money ball here while the Yankees are going all in on the fact that the ball is juiced and let's play like it's the 70s and, and, and rebuild Murderer's Row here and see how it goes. But, uh, you know, it con- contrast the style, certainly, and it'll be fun to see how it plays out over 162. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Ought to be a fun series tonight, albeit cold down there. Speaking of uh, yeah, cold, well, it's funny. Uh, they just postponed the high school game here from from tonight until Thursday because it's supposed to be like 70 degrees Thursday night, and it's uh, going to be far from 70 degrees tonight. So they made the right call. But it's fun watching all these these games, you know, from around the country, uh, major league games where everybody's dressed like Nanook of the North out there. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. And you're wondering how how could they fit a 162 game schedule into a, a window that would like still be baseball weather? Because right now it's not doable. Well, in the old days, you used to play double headers. Those are no, in the old days you used to play during the afternoon yeah. when it was actually you know tolerable. No uh, double headers. No, not, not many afternoon games. Playing at seven o'clock at night in April. Well, I'm really uh, so. I'm really excited looking ahead here because I was thinking you know my. My girlfriend is going to um, is going to New York this weekend, so I'm like, okay, you know, and she's showing me the temperatures for this weekend in the 70s in New York City as well. So I'm like, oh, it must be we must get something here, right? Friday, 54 and raining. Uh, Saturday, 45 degrees of possible light rain, and then Sunday, a high of 35 with one to three inches of light snow. So very, very excited for this weekend. Very hey, reggae very fest excited. at Sugarloaf. Come on. Spring is finally arriving down here, so it'll be one of those times where the contrast is the contrast is very real, and I will enjoy it. Yeah, uh, it's it's sure. it's definitely <laughs> real, <laughs> and not spectacular. I would say nah. that would not not <laughs> depends on your perspective. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, been a lot, there's been a lot of like veiled references, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> you between the Dolly Parton and now you're dropping the Seinfeld episode. Well, I have to be careful because I know Palmer's listening at school and he's got you know yeah. he's got impressionable oh, students. Going to practice outside today. Impressionable minds. So good for him. And I just watched somebody do an unsuccessful U-turn on Center Street trying to go into Shaw's, and then they had to back up back into the street. That didn't. Oh, good. That almost didn't end well. That <laughs> that was. I'm glad. I'm glad people are still. Uh, Oh no! Nothing changed. Oh, you do honestly think you've missed anything? Does anything changed in one to two years? Come on! No way! No way at all! None! None! None of it has not. There's no way. It's just this. Like the guy is driving like a 2500 with like the with like the big rear end on it. It's like the diesel, and he actually thought he was going to make that tight turn. I guess. Like I don't. I don't understand it. I just don't get it because because even if I even if I can't shoot, I got a big vehicle, so right. <laughs> I just go up on the curb there. You know, yes, it'll be I, fun. Yes, I'll do what I wanna. <laughs> Y'all can just wait for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lordy. Is Scott County baseball going to be as good as the basketball team? Yeah, they they just played down in Florida uh, four games last week in the IMG National Classic. Played Lake Norman, North Carolina, which is ranked. Uh, I think they were 16th nationally by USA Today, and they were up three nothing and seven three on Lake Norman, and then uh, and then kind of ran out of pitching. It was the fourth game of it at the tournament, so I think both teams did a little bit. They ended up losing that one ten seven, and uh, so yeah, they're going to be good. Uh, they're looking to go to the state tournament for the third year in a row, and uh, tough tough region though. It's just like basketball; you're playing all the excellent teams and all the. Uh, all the Central Kentucky teams to get to get there, so it'll be uh, uh, softball is ranked number one in the state. So we, and definitely, uh, definitely gonna give them a shout out. They're they're expected to be be right in that mix as well. So uh, yeah, I'll have plenty to plenty to do between now and the middle of June. <coughs> I, I got it. Oh, go ahead. 
You got something. I was going to say, tough job you have. Everybody's in first place in the – you know, on these long winning good. streaks, it's tough, you tough should, job. Our class, of, our class of 2019, our junior class here, I mean, no joke. It's like all as much uh, as much D1 potential as I covered in my entire career up till now is like packed into one class. Of that. There's a in fact this afternoon uh, there'll be some breaking news from down here is uh, our football guy is going to going to make his announcement actually it's going to be made in a matter of minutes by yours truly so uh, that 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 nice. piece of the puzzle will be uh, in place as far as college future and then uh, then we have a kid in baseball who i think will probably be drafted and we have a, a kid in basketball who's already got a, uh, major offers and, and some more coming i'm sure so it's crazy and they're all good kids so uh it's it's, uh, it's right place right time I, i'd say for sure I don't love that. Talking with Callie Oaks from the from the Sun Journal every other week, and now the uh, sports editor for the Georgetown News Graphic uh, down in Kentucky. What, what do you think about this? Uh, you know, guy wins the Masters, and now we're all involved in his personal life. Like, I hate it. I what hate it. what the hell is going on? I was having this conversation with Justin Pelletier last night because he sent me the link to the story. He said, "Wow, this is really well written," and I said. Yeah, it's it's really well written. I'll give it that. But but why? Why are we writing it? You know, does the world need to know every? For one thing, anytime there's family drama, there's always two sides, and you're not going to get both sides. Of that. I don't I don't foresee uh, Reed and Mrs. Reed uh, being upfront about this anytime soon. Or whatever their deal is with his family is not going to come to light. So. Yeah, I just kind of hate the, you know, I, I kind of hate the world we live in now. Sometimes with, with all this, you know, this feeling like it's any of our business. The guy's not running for office, okay? So his personal life, how he got there, you know, I understand people want to talk about what oh, he cheated in college. You got thrown out of here, you know, drinking this or whatever. Fine, okay. Even that, I think, is a little bit of a stretch. But when we get to the point where his relationship with his parents is, is out there, front and center, I don't, I don't see what we gain from it, and uh, it, it's a little disappointing uh, that we're that we're in that in that era now. But I also understand it. I, I understand that everything is uh, everything's on the table, and uh, you know, most of us most of us put our life out there now. So. Uh, it's, it's what happens. But, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, I don't know if he's a, a good guy or a jerk or somewhere in between, but I think he's, I think he's obviously in a bad – he's obviously in a bad position because being in his 20s, coming up at the same time as Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, who have these, by all indications, all-American, you know, dream families, you know, and they're, and they're – you know, with the exception of, you know, I know Thomas had his thing with the yelling at the guy in the gallery, but, you know, when, when hasn't Tiger Woods done that? So that was, that was but by and large, these two guys are well-liked, and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be an uphill climb for Reed in the public relations department for sure. And this isn't going to help matters. I mean, uh, I'm not, maybe you'll get someone like me that feels a little bit sorry for him out there, and, and that's good, but for the most part, you're going to have fans that really don't like him that don't even know it, you know. I mean, we don't we don't know this guy. So it's, uh, I just think he's a different sort of cat. He obviously conducts himself differently than, uh, you know, maybe we want we want to see from our superstar athletes. We want this gregarious, you know, outgoing guy who's not looking down at the ground all the time and talking to himself. But you know, 
good Lord makes us all different. So, you know, I, I enjoyed watching him play golf, and I'm interested to see how his career develops. I, you know, I think it could go, obviously, one of, one of two very drastic ways. Either he takes off and has a great, a great career and, and, and wins a bunch of majors, or he has a, a daily like career where it implodes a little bit. And I'm not sure there's going to be a middle ground. I think you're going to see one or the other. You know, it'll be interesting to see how he responds to the same. Don't we all have stuff in our backgrounds that we yeah we just I mean, I assume not have? On the, I don't <laughs> want my life on the. Uh, Thank you very much. <laughs> the, the closed circuit television screen. You know, I really don't think that. Uh, you know, I just really don't think it's anybody's business. But uh, you know, and and you know, I, it made me uncomfortable to read all this stuff. Well, you know, this is you know he met this girl and he, she's four years older and blah blah blah. It's like, why do I need to know any of this stuff? You know. It, 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 I kind of got to the same point with the Tiger Woods thing, too. I mean, it's, you know, I understand the initial story because, you know, any anytime there's a vehicle involved and anytime there's some level of uh, intoxication involved, we're, but, but when this all started with his with his personal life, I, I don't need to know that. I, I, and I will say, if anything... I'm I'm more sympathetic to Tiger Woods now. I mean, I, I never considered myself a big fan. I was a, a Phil Mickelson fan for sure in, in that era. But uh, I want to see him come back and do well now. Because I've, I'm kind of tired of hearing all the negative about him, you know. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it's out there on everybody now, and it, you know, and it's it's a TMZ world. It's kind of too bad. Don't don't we haven't we always had that love hate relationship with athletes? You know, we. We've yeah, always wanted them. Down. Yeah. yeah, we've always <laughs> wanted them to be role models. Mm-hmm. And the first time you see on the cover of Sports Illustrated some baseball player smoking a cigarette in the dugout, it, it crushes you. Like what? What? What just happened? You know. So yeah. this is the same thing. It's like everybody knows everything, and and I'm not sure any of us are pure or perfect. No, I, I know. I know we're not, and. Uh... You know, I've always said I wouldn't want, you know, whenever whenever you see somebody kind of fall from grace, whether they're an athlete, whether they're an actor, whether they're a performer, you know, it's it's easy to be cynical about people who are, are wealthy and people who, you know, are beautiful and rich and all that good stuff. But I'm like, I wouldn't want that level of pressure in my life. So I don't because I don't know how I would. I have I have a suspicion how I would handle it and it would be not well. So I, I try to give these guys a little bit of leeway when they say or do stupid things and, and i, I kind of root for them to to overcome it and, and come out on the other side uh, you know stronger and better for it and uh, I, I hope that's the case with patrick reed uh, you know I, it, it amazed me the people that were just even as early as saturday night piling on the guys like hey have you heard about this and this because i i just made some harmless tweet why he seems like you know all the you know schmoes that I used to cover in the state and amateur tournaments and you know he, he's kind of you know he, he kind of doesn't look like the the stereotypical you know you know 30 inch waist golfer that you see <laughs> you know, I kind of like rooting for those you know big fat guys that hit the ball a, a ton and you know and people are like well he's but he's this this and that and I'm like well, maybe he is maybe he isn't do I really need to know and it, it just continued after he won and it, it's unfortunate Talking with Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic. Now, I, I do I do need to talk to you about something serious here for a minute. I mean, this is this is really serious, okay? Serious. Let's put our serious hats on for a minute. Our serious journalism hats, okay? Our serious journalism. Let's scrunch right up all here right. and get okay. serious. Let's all get serious. Friday, three p.m. 
Tim Tebow has media availability at Hadlock Field. I'm going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Are there any serious questions you need me to ask him for you, Kelly Oaks? Um, uh, no. You know, any I, Lori I, Oaks I, questions you'd like me to ask, perhaps? <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I think at that point, depending on the weather, I'd be more curious how he's handling that than anything <laughs> <laughs> He's a Florida guy, so uh, you know it, it would be. No, I, that was it. Was mentioned to me that he's going to be up there this weekend, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I, he was in Lexington last year, and I missed that too." So uh, I guess it's uh, it's good to see him moving up through the ranks. I'll say that, and it was good to see him hit the first pitch the other night a mile and a half, even though it was against the Sea Dogs. And uh, I'll be rooting for him from a distance to kind of do the same thing up there this weekend. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's admirable what the guy's done, uh, you know, fan or not, uh, you know, what he what he's been able to accomplish here in the past couple of years. To, you know, just just speaks to the, the the athlete and the person you're dealing with. That uh, you know, this isn't this isn't a joke to him. This isn't a publicity stunt. Um, he's legitimately trying to challenge himself. And uh, you know, if we could all do that and make the world a better place at the same time, I think it'd be <laughs> I think it'd be great. So. Obviously, rooting for Tim Tebow to, to continue to tear it up in, in Double A and uh, take it as far as he can. Well, the crazy thing is, he's the opposite of what we just talked about. He 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 looks to me at least to be a tremendous role model, the kind of oh, kid I, you'd want your your daughter to bring home, and yet with da- people are down on him. And yet we and yet we love to like, tear him down. It's that, like, that's that's what we. Yeah, I I don't get it. I mean, you know, and I and I don't. I don't. I don't care what someone you know feels about. I, I don't. I don't think he's. You know, sometimes I. You know, well, he's he's religious or something. Well, you know, maybe maybe we maybe some of us are, maybe some of us aren't. But I don't think he's that in your face about it. Really, no, I just doesn't seem to be good life. I just think he lives a good life. I think he answers those questions when he's asked them. Uh, but really, he's he's just being himself and being the best he can be and letting that speak for itself. And uh, what, who among us doesn't think we need more of that in the world right now? You know, <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, we we got you got you got drugs and people shooting each other everywhere, and then we, we want to attack Tim Tebow because uh, why? Because he's a little goody two shoes, or because because uh, we want we want there. It's almost like we want there to be some uh, wrinkle, you know, some some bad thing that we can report and uh, make ourselves feel better. Okay, yeah, now now I'm not so bad, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, it's almost like yeah, it's almost like self medication for some people. I think that they want uh, they want there to be a, a, a gray cloud among the silver linings, <laughs> and it's like just. Just let it be. Let the guy be. Uh, let the guy be who he is. Which, from all indications, is is a, is a really good human being and, and somebody who's a really good ambassador for for sports and whatever he's doing at that moment. Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky. You can read his stuff down there. We'll be covering all the spring sports. What, what what consists of spring sports down there? You got softball, baseball, lacrosse. I assume uh, track, track and field, track, tennis. Uh, it's Tennis. basically the usual. It's okay. basically everything that spring sports there. Uh, they do it a little differently here. Uh, some of the middle school sports are played out of season, and that allows those kids to actually play up with the high school varsity if they're good enough, which uh, is something they do here, not just at the small schools. But uh, and it's not uncommon for an eighth grader to play varsity basketball and wow. actually can contribute, or even seventh grade. Um, 
they always, you know, in the girls' basketball program here, the coach talks about the six-year plan, and that's what most of the good players are on. They, they at least sit on the bench and travel in seventh grade and see what it's all about. So, yeah, it's a, it's a different world for sure. But as far as the varsity sports, it's all, uh, all the usual stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, baseball and softball will be the, the teams that uh, certainly get the most attention because they're, they're state title contenders here. But, uh, a lot of good baseball being played in Kentucky, and it's interesting because the people who are you know passionate about it kind of think it gets overshadowed, and rightfully so. They they they're, they're right about that. It does get overshadowed by basketball, and to a lesser degree football. But if you look at uh, names of guys that are playing professionally, the, the the list of baseball players dwarfs the list of, of basketball and football players from Kentucky. Certainly in recent years, anyway. Um, they've, they've got a ton of guys that are in high minors or, or in the majors now. So uh, it's uh, it's a big deal, and it certainly helps when you can get outdoors most of the year, which is which is the case here. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. How's the University of Maine baseball doing? Are they at all You know, they're cold. I know there are a lot of that. Yeah. I actually I just read a really good article about uh, Cody Lawyerson. He's become UMaine's uh, – he's basically become UMaine's Andrew Miller. You know, he's their guy out of the bullpen that does stuff. I'm happy for that because he was a good kid and good yeah. family. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's always good to see a kid from Class D in Maine, uh, you know, be able to play at, at the D1 level regardless of the sport. Um, and that's and that's really cool. And especially when we associate Valley with being a basketball powerhouse. I mean, here's a, here's a kid on the baseball team at Maine. So uh, that's awesome. I know Eddie Emerson, I saw he pitched the other day out of Lewiston. He's still up there. So, uh it's possible for Maine kids to play D1 ball, but uh, boy, it's you almost got to be year-round with it there, and and to be year-round with it, you got to be indoors for <laughs> half of that year, and and that's that's not exactly fun. It's not a sport that's made to be played in a field house, uh, you know, that for that long at a time. I agree. I agree. I think they'll. Uh, I think you Maine baseball will continue to do their. Th- I I just I don't know if they'll ever get back to the Winkin era, but you know they've got a good facility. They they. Do what they're supposed to do, I guess. Yeah, did they get it? Last year they had one of their facilities kind of collapse under the snow up there, which I was like, man, is that symbolic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> but but enough about the men's program. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be it's, it's fun to see the men's program coming together, though, with Barron uh, bringing back some of his uh, some, some assistants who had been with him with the girls' program, and he's trying to. Trying to reinvent the wheel there, and uh, hopefully he can get the players to 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 justify that excitement, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, you know, I'm I'm still holding out hope, man. I'm holding out hope that someday we will see them on uh, on on one of those lines. I never know why I say that because it's this year's show they went with a totally different format. So hopefully I'll see them in alphabetical order where they belong some year. We did have one. Uh, a whole bunch of us from Maine got a an email from the baseball program and uh it was sent out to it looked like maybe a couple hundred names i, I mean i my name was on the list so i got it when i opened it up you can't you can't read it then i'm thinking wow all these people and there's there you know some baseball but you know letter winners quite frankly is what it was i believe we all get this great supposedly this great letter from the baseball program and you can't read it there's there's something garbled with the with the uh what they sent us is something superimposed on top of it maddie and i looked at it we couldn't you can't make out anything on it it's a waste 
And I'm, we're both thinking, wow, that went out to all these people? There's, I don't know what happened there, but it wasn't good. Never is. By the way, I do want to. I want to leave this on a very light note. Okay, I want to. I want to leave this. On... Did I lose him? If you would like to make a call, please hang up and try again. <laughs> I guess I lost him. Okay, Kelly, talk to you next week. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. All of a sudden, I'm thinking, how can the phone be ringing? He's already on it. <laughs> Unbelievable! Unbelievable! <clears throat> Happens sometimes. I do want to. I do want to end this on a on a nice solid light note. note. A company, and we'll have Calliope again uh, next week because we're getting ready to go. Um, I really wanted Callie to be on for this. A cop named Dick Holder is fired for moonlighting as a prostitute. <laughs> Where? Detective Constable Richard Holder. He's uh, he's in the UK. Yeah, he's uh, nice. Well, you know, hey, you got to make ends meet. Good old Dick Holder. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta, you know, hold it. Oh, did we just see the other day that New York passed a law that police officers and whatever could not have uh, sex with the inmates? And you and I looked at each other and said, they need a law for that? Glad they took care of that. Yeah, thank you very much for passing a law for that one. Appreciate it. Man. Yeah. Callie Oaks, Sun Journal, and the Georgetown News Graphic. He wrote a nice article about the Red Sox off the good start, and uh, let's not get carried away here. You know, they're eight and one, but uh, they have played Tampa, Tampa a couple times in Miami in between. So, you know, every every third day when you face the uh, the list of the bullpen guys, you you got a pretty good shot at that game. I think. Yeah, I feel like that's that should be a so, win. You know, yeah, it's not a guarantee. And the Red Sox had to come from behind. Yeah. <laughs> they got down and they had the relievers for the relievers, and that, that guy wasn't any good. So Big night for Boston sports. Celtics taking on the Wizards in what could be a first-round preview tonight. I don't know how many Celtics are going to be playing. I don't know how many Wizards are going to be playing. That'll be tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, that'll be on TNT and also on uh, on NBC Sports Boston. S- the Red Sox and Yankees tonight, 7 o'clock. On Nesson. Sale against? Severino. Severino. Two of the best. I mean, this 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 matchup looks terrific tonight. It's an early I mean, season matchup, and, and this is going to be a big change. Both teams coming off of an off day, so the bullpens are, are pretty straight. I, uh, you know, we'll see what you, happens. You just never know in this rivalry. I remember one year, the Red Sox started out like they won the first, like, eight or nine games. It was like 8-0 or something like that, and the Yankees won the next eight. I mean, you just... You just never know what's going to happen in this series. 19 times. It's the B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. Will Giancarlo Stanton hit one over the Green Monster tonight, or will he just strike out multiple times? What, what was the headline in the Boston pa- in the New York paper? Stanton. Oh, there's multiple. There's, there... It wasn't good, whatever it was. There's going to be multiple not good ones. That's what's going to happen. But remember, but... Boston's a tougher town. I know. I can't believe when you read that. I, I, it, it's true though. I, I think I kind of knew that. Didn't want to admit it. I have one thing to say before I let you go. Trenton Thunder just put a uh, a sandwich up. Trenton Thunder, of course, the Double uh, A affiliate of the New York Yankees. Bacon, cheese, egg and pepper, egg, pepper jam on glazed donut buns. Whew. What are they calling it? They're calling it the sticky pig. <laughs> the 
Sticky pig. I thought you were going to say something like it's the, called the Maddie Boutwell. No, when no, you, no. When you started the first list of ingredients. The Sticky Pig. The Sticky Pig. That wraps it up for us. Thanks Ooh. to Callie Oaks. Thanks to John Alba. Hear all those interviews on demand on our SoundCloud page or at nbrradio.com. <laughs>